Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. I don't think it's going to enter this body. I don't want no parts of it. It don't want no parts of me. I think it's a mutual respect. So I wasn't really worried about the test. I was just more, you know, in my mind, for me and my maturity level, I felt like it was the right thing to do to mention. I may not have been feeling well. I just wouldn't want it to spread throughout the whole building if there was a case that I would have possibly had it. Odell Beckham Jr. with some uh, unusual medical analysis right there, PK. There's mutual respect. It's not going to enter this body. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't expect anything else from Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, cancer's just deathly afraid of me, ironically. And me getting a cold, cold wants no part of this. The flu, uh, COVID, nah, you name it. Go ahead, name anything. Name an ailment, Sniggy. Kidney stones. Nah. <laughs> no, you know, I told you this story now that I think of it, and I had no idea I would say this until right now. Uh, when I was getting ready to go to NAU, my father, he gave me one piece of advice. He said, don't get VD. I said, Dad, VD wanting no part of this body. It respect me. It ain't going to happen. Don't you worry there, Dad. And, and you know what happened? Or in this case, you know what didn't happen? It respected you and you didn't get VD. No. And boy, I didn't know I was going to say that either, let me tell you. No idea. You got to say it with a Northeast accent, buddy. VD. VD. That's more South, but okay. Uh, That just sounds like a goofball. I don't know what what part of the country needs to take the blame for that lousy accent. Son, don't get VD. I didn't. I got no VD. Speaking of the northeast part of the country, two bad football teams that reside in that part of the country will play tonight. The 1-5 New York Giants, the 1-4-1 Philadelphia Eagles, 620 on Fox and the NFL Network. Enjoy. They're just teams that are progressing. Don't you rip me. That's my original division. Does it really feel like the Giants are progressing, or does it feel like they're stuck? Yeah, they were 0-5, and, and now they're 1-5, so they're progressing. Progressing through the seventh game on their schedule, that's what they're doing. No, they were 0-5, and five. and what do you want? They're led by a quarterback with the initials DJ, so, I mean, expecting that rapid improvement is not going to happen. Let me tell you about it. That was unnecessary. 7 o'clock hours, just roaring already. The NFC East, a combined 5-18 and 18 with that one tie from Philadelphia. Thank you very much. 5-18-1. It's the worst division in football. It's the second worst record for any division since the merger. It's awful. And two of the teams will be front and center tonight. And with a win, this is a chance to either tie for first place or take over first place, depending on what happens on the weekend. So, big game in the division <clears throat> race. I'm conflicted, though. You know, I've got experience with both cities. And so where do I go? Every time this game is played twice a year, it's just really, really troublesome for me. You don't know who to root against? No, four, man. Four, not against. That's pretty positive for you. Oh, man. I need combat pay over here. 
The Raiders have placed right tackle Trent Brown on the reserve COVID-19 list. They sent all five of the starting offensive linemen home due to contact tracing proposals. Raiders scheduled to host the Bucks in the Sunday night game at Allegiant Stadium. Tom Brady in primetime. Who knew? And, of course, one thing all the teams have been worried about is what happens if a whole position group gets wiped out, especially the offensive line, and the game would be off. So we'll see what the testing says the next couple days for the Raiders. Well, that's shocking to me because offensive linemen, they're some of your tougher guys, and you think the disease or the illness of the virus would be afraid of those dudes. Thank you, Odell. Mutual respect. <laughs> mutual respect. Yak really likes mutual respect. I just the this will not enter this body. Okay, bud. Wondered what what has entered that body. Le'Veon Bell says he sees his opportunity to play with the Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs, as a chance to reinvent himself. He says I played at a high level for so long, I had two years with the Jets, where it has not been a high level, and people kind of look at it like that. So I want to get here, get my feet back under me, get in a good offense, get the ball when I can, and not have too much pressure. I mean, just play football. I think coming here will give me the opportunity to do that. There are a lot of good players. I don't necessarily have to worry about how many times I'm touching it. Sounds good now, but. After a game of two carries and one reception. Hey, Yak, make a drop of that last quote of DJ saying that. Okay. <laughs> Dolphins quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick surprised by the announcement that he's being benched in favor of Tua Tagovailoa. I was shocked by it. It definitely caught me off guard. It was a hard thing for me to hear yesterday. Just kind of digesting the news. My heart just hurt all day. It was heartbreaking for me. There was a lot of stuff going through my mind just from a personal standpoint, not necessarily with the team. Is it like... Was that my last game as an NFL player in terms of being the starter and going out there and playing? Ryan Fitzpatrick getting all up in his feelings there yesterday, PK. Well, he, he was honest and he was true. Uh, yeah, I don't know necessarily how Miami's administration and uh, Flores received it, but you can't knock the guy for making a statement. I mean, we want guys to tell us the truth. He's telling us the truth. And he laid it all out there. If I were the Dolphins, if uh, Tua has a couple of good games, I would definitely be open to uh, trading Fitzpatrick and getting something back for him because so you're not going to get anything for him. Oh, you'll get. He's something. 37 years old. Now. You're going to get anything. There's going to be a quarterback injury. Somebody's going to need somebody. Draft choices are way too valuable. I was going to say this is not a 37 year old quarterback. Yeah. I, there's no way. Just seven months after signing guard Quinn in Spain to a three-year, $15 million contract extension, the Bills have released the six-year veteran. He lost the starting job at left guard to a second-year player, Cody Ford, in week two. Seven months after getting three years and $15 million, they cut him. Release him. Oops. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Just remove complacency from being an option with our room. Uh, we got guys that are healthy again, which is another factor. I don't think that you can get into the midpoint of the season and, and start feeling fat and happy with your job. I think as coaches, we got to feel, keep feeling pressure. I think the O-line needs to keep feeling pressure. We got guys that have been out for a long time that are healthy and so stable's full and everybody's competing and who plays on Saturday it's going to be based on their week of practice it's going to not be based on any other game ever in the history of this place it's going to be based on this week of practice and that's who's going to play on Saturday night that's BYU offensive line coach Eric Mateos right there and PK I hear him talk and the first thing I think is they are still really frustrated that they had that poor performance against UTSA so anything they can do to put everyone on edge can't be coming up flat, and the team was flat in that game. So this is one way to keep the offensive line on edge. 
Oh, every time I hear him speech, the first and only thing I hear is coach speak. This guy's a coaching cliche when it comes to this stuff. I would expect nothing less from him. Look under coaching manuals of what coaches are supposed to say, and he's going to say it. That's what I hear. LSU has self-imposed penalties related to the NCAA's investigation into improper booster payments to its football players. SI first reporting the Tigers are going to lose eight scholarships over two years. They're going to reduce recruiting visits, evaluations, and communications. And they banned Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. from football facilities for two years. LSU's football program is charged with a level three violation involving Beckham, who gave $2,000 in cash to four Tiger football players on the field after the win over Clemson in the college football national championship game on January 13th. Well, the thing about that is Beckham doesn't want to go into the facility, and the facility doesn't want Beckham in there. There's a mutual respect there, so you don't have to worry about that. Nice. Nice job. Nice. Well done. Well done. The eight scholarships, they know this is pretty serious if they're going to uh, if they're gonna do that to themselves. And Beckham was seen on camera counting out cash, so. <laughs> There's not much wiggle room in this one. Well, their SID right after that happened on camera. That's fake money. Uh-huh, sure it is. Meanwhile, Kentucky basketball said Odell Beckham is re- welcome here anytime. <laughs> Come on down. University of Florida's football program remaining closed through Monday. They're attempting to navigate a COVID outbreak there. The coach, Dan Mullen, tested positive last week, told reporters he remains in isolation. He's feeling well. Program received another positive test yesterday, so that's 26 since October 13. So Florida, of course, having the game canceled last weekend. So they'll stay shut through Monday. College football tonight, the Sun Belt, Arkansas State, Appalachian State, ASU versus ASU. What will you do, PK? You're going to be torn asunder by an NFL game and a college game at the same time. Oh, no, not at all. I've got roots. I have been to Arkansas State. I'm all about Arkansas State. 5.30 on ESPN, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. It's something to have a talk to with the medical staff and with the performance team. I can't answer that question right now, but the most important thing is, you know, the health of our players and whatever's best for our team and best for our players, that's how we will handle it. So um, I can't really comment on it right now because I don't know. Until I talk to Kawhi. Tyron Lue right there, the Clippers' new coach. How much load management will there be with Kawhi Leonard going forward? As much as Kawhi Leonard wants. There it is. Finally, something we agree on, PK. Stan Van Gundy. You're right. (laughs) Stan Van Gundy, four-year deal to become the new head coach of the Pelicans. He'll be their seventh head coach in Pelicans history. Of course, he's been in Miami and Orlando and Detroit with varying degrees of success. Oh, brother. Oh, the good thing is I don't have to listen to his politics when he's doing basketball because he was way over the top. This will be trip number four on the merry-go-round. You got a feeling for how this one's going to go? Or just file it next to all coaching uh, hires you don't know? Yeah, in about four or five years, they're going to make a change. They're going to have a new fresh start with somebody who's been in his fourth coaching spot. Come on. Minnesota Timberwolves say they do not have a consensus top prospect to pick. They've got the first choice in the NBA draft. It's set for November 18th. It's less than a month away, but they don't know who's going number one. I thought Ball's kid was going number one. He's in the mix. 
And you may well end up going that way. But Well, it depends point, on what they think that they can do with Towns, how long they could keep him before he says he's had enough and he wants out. Because if they can somehow manage to keep him, which Minnesota has had a difficult time doing, the weather's brutal. They haven't been good. The West is stacked. Like even, if, even if they get a little better, how much is it really going to change in the standings? So if Towns forces his way out one way or another, then they might have to go big. Obviously, Ball is a bigger uh, guard, but that would be my just off the top of my head guess is the direction that they go right now anyway. But I, I have to admit, I haven't spent a lot of time on the draft. If this would have been June, we would be doing it a lot more, but because it isn't, we got other stuff going on. Football the draft season. hasn't been anything yeah. close to being forefront on my mind. Right. And with the Jazz drafting about uh, two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the first Pick round. 23. Yeah, that's uh, not worried about sorting out the top five because that whole group will be gone, and the Jazz aren't trading into that. That would be a shocker if they did that. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Now the 3-1, swing and a drive, hit towards left center field, giving Chase's Taylor all the way back to the wall. It's gone! A first-inning homer for Brandon Lau. one nothing Rays. Swing and a fly ball, well hit into left field. Going back is Taylor, all the way back to the wall. It's gone! A two-run homer for Brandon Lau, his second of the night, and the Rays have a 5 nothing lead. And they go on to win 6-4. to four. Dodgers rallied, made it a little interesting, had the uh, had a chance there to tie it up, but couldn't get a break, PK. That was a screaming line drive to third base. That should have driven in a run and brought, uh, I think it would have been Turner to the plate as a go-ahead run. But you hit it right at the third baseman, and that's the end of that. Yeah, Lau got hot with the two home runs. Should be pronounced low, but it's uh, pronounced Lau. And this, this is why I favor Tampa a little bit more is because I like their starters more. I like their bullpen more and just a slight edge, uh, but certainly the Dodgers can win. Sets it up uh, for some real good pitching with, uh, with Bueller and uh, Morton going. Those, those guys get great records. So I just, I don't like this bullpen approach deal. I just wonder what, what kind of mindset do you have it seems, just seems weird. Come in, do your inning or two, but you're not really responsible for the game. I can't control what's going on in the game, but I can come in here in the third inning or the fifth inning or whatever, get my three outs, and that's it. Yeah, you feel like you're watching a spring training game. A little bit, yeah. And the thing is, now the Dodgers uh, threw seven pitchers, but even with Snell on the mound, I mean, usually, you know, six innings, quality start. And Snell gets pulled after four and two-thirds. Now, he did walk four guys, uh, but two runs on two hits with nine strikeouts and four walks and four and two-thirds innings. I mean, they've won the game. He doesn't get the victory because you got to go five innings. But do you think he feels good about that start as they won the game? The series is 1-1. Well, but that I don't know how much is that is on him. So he gave up a couple runs. I know. Boom, you're gone. It's a quick hook. Who's to say that he wouldn't have... Uh, Given up you know, two runs over seven situation. innings. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. You're you're kind of implying that he should feel bad about it. I don't know I that don't he know should. That I would. Yeah. Well, I I think you feel bad that you didn't get through the fifth inning. Usually that means you got lit up. You didn't get let to. But go he did. The I know. Fifth inning. But it's the 
it's not the bullpen approach we were talking with the Dodgers, but it's still a pretty aggressive bullpen approach. Yeah, that's the way the game is played now. Yeah. So maybe he feels good about his And I get it more with Tampa because they got a slew of guys out there that just bring it real fast up to the plate. Well, he gave up two runs in four and two-thirds, and the bullpen gave up two runs in four and one-third. So... It worked for him. They tied up the series 1-1. Cash couldn't care less what Snell thinks, man. He's trying to win ball games. Yeah. Game three tomorrow night. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Texas State beat reporter for the Austin American Statesman, Kef Ciardello. Did I come close on that? We're going to find out together. Okay, good. Brian Kill, 830, former BYU linebacker, his weekly visit. And BJ Rains covers Boise State for the Idaho Press Tribune. We talked to him a few weeks ago. Get the update on where the Broncos are as they get ready to play Utah State this week and BYU two weeks later. So that's at 930. DJ and PK, the question of the day. Oh, if only the universe had unfurled itself in a different order, PK. I know. Wish you would have. All right. Well, we'll try to figure all that out next. Stay with us.